Hey friend, welcome to the Activate with Jasmine Nemec podcast. Today we're going to talk about five mistakes new entrepreneurs make when launching their business. My prayer is that this serves as a resource for new entrepreneurs. If you're a fellow network marketer and you've launched your business or you're mentoring someone who's launching their business or you have a friend who's launching their business, please do me a favor and send them this podcast. I'm going to keep it short and sweet, but ultimately I want to help increase the rate of success for online entrepreneurs. I think that people go into entrepreneurship and they don't have their eyes wide open. They don't know all the roadblocks and setbacks and obstacles that they're going to face. So I hope I can come in here and bring some realness to building your business while also helping you navigate and avoid the common mistakes that I see over and over and over again that new entrepreneurs make. So listen, one thing I'll say before we get started is this is not meant to shame anyone or for you to walk away feeling bad. I'm typically someone who likes to focus on the positive, but I wanted to really highlight the mistakes in order to create self-awareness so you can be aware of like, yep, done that, or I've done this too, guess what, can I tell you what, I've done all these things, it's fine. (laughs) But what I did with each one of these is I actually then created like, here's what not to do, but then here's what to do. So you can take that positive step forward and you can activate your business to create momentum and to impact people with your product or service. So let's get right into it. The five mistakes I see new entrepreneurs make when launching their business. I'm going to start with the big one. (laughs) This is the one I see most commonly. They lead with their product or service. They all of a sudden they've launched their business and they become this billboard for their product or service. I know I have a lot of people in direct sales who follow me. So again, not here to shame. I'm here to help you be self-aware. But at the end of the day, when you are showing pictures of your product and object, your audience or strangers, they don't have a personal connection with an object. They probably don't understand the value of what that product is. I understand why people do lead with the product. Typically, when someone launches their business, I would say like 99% of the time, it's because they've had a personal transformation themselves and they're so excited about what this product or service or thing has done for them that they want to share it with other people. So I know the heart is good. I know learning marketing for the first time is different and challenging. But when you all of a sudden are trying to explain your transformation to someone by flashing the product, it's not going to make sense to people. They've not been where you are. They've not experienced that transformation first. What you have to give them first is a reason why they need this transformation or help them be aware of the problems they have in their life and how your product is a solution. So what is the ultimate solution to um, you know, avoid leading with the product or being a billboard for your company or whatever it be, your partnership, is to build a personal brand. That word might seem a little bit overwhelming, but the thing that's beautiful about a personal brand is it's leading with yourself. It's focusing on your story. This is the thing I love so much. When you can learn to really hone in on your story, that is where you build connection with your audience because there's a space of vulnerability. There's this element of 
taking people along your journey. Um, you know, why do people watch movies? Um, because it's, you know, another marketing strategy. If any of you guys um, re- have read the book Story Brand by Donald M- Miller, it's an incredible book. I definitely recommend that you read it. But he, he talks about the idea of, you know, a hero in a story and a guide and I won't get too like super nerdy, but ultimately when you're starting to share your story of transformation, you, uh, you're like leading the way for people and you ultimately become this like guide for people where weirdly, I'm not saying you're the hero. And again, you got to read the book for this to make sense, but you're not the hero of your brand, but what you're doing is you're kind of like, you're blazing this trail for people and you're helping empower them to say like, hey, you can be the hero, you can do this too. And then they know that they have a path to walk forward by like following you in your footsteps, if that makes sense. Um, An example of how I did this personally when I launched my business online years ago, I originally actually started as an online running coach and a major part of my journey was navigating how to, start training again after a baby how do you do it safely like how can I do this with a baby it's got to be like training smarter not harder how do I lose the baby weight while making sure I'm nourishing enough so taking people along that journey was what helped me attract other mother runners to my brand and therefore help them train for races too okay not every brand um you know like there's you know, a lot of different businesses you can build, but I'm speaking specifically for online business. And I know mostly people build personal brands. So think instead of me just like blasting my product all over the place, think of how can I lead with my story? Another important strategy I want to talk about here is one called jab, 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 hook. This is a Gary Vaynerchuk strategy. He's an incredible marketer, a brilliant man. And he talks about the strategy of jab, 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 hook, meaning For every time you want to hook someone or, you know, have a direct ask for someone to buy your product or join your business partnership or, you know, get, you know, request information to work with you. For every one time you do that, there should be three other times that you are getting value expecting nothing in return. An example of value with nothing in return is this podcast right now. I don't pitch. I mean, occasionally I might pitch on my podcast, but really my goal here is to help entrepreneurs and I expect nothing in return. My hope is that we just continue to make, again, the success rate of businesses lasting, you know, not failing in their first two years. Like I want to increase that, right? So this is an example of me giving value. I encourage you to go look at my Instagram, Jasmine Nemec, and look at my content. You will not see me blast. I, you know, I'm partnered with the number one premium hair care company globally. You're not going to see that blasted all over my Instagram. I use it. I share, I share my transformation. I'm proud of it. I'm excited about it. But ultimately I know that my goal is first for my audience to build trust with me and to connect with me. So that way, when I say, I love this product, here's how it's helped me, um, there's already a trust factor that they know, like, I wouldn't just like spitball for no reason. They already know me and they see, well, <laughs> her hair looks amazing. I know I've gotten to know her personally through her value. I, I trust that what she's saying is legitimate, right? So the two big ones here, again, instead of leading with the product, lead with your story. And then how can you implement this jab, jab, jab hook into your, you know, into your, um, into your brand? I think the simplest way to do this is through brand pillars. I know right now there is such a debate online about niching and brand pillars and all the mar- all the experts are saying, you know, don't do brand pillars. But this is what I'm going to say. I know that people who start in network marketing, they're normal everyday people. And we don't, maybe you don't, t- you're not like an expert at something and, or you just like, you don't know like what your things are. I think 
when you just get out there and you just start posting and you like you're not obsessed with your niche, it's going to give you more clarity around like the type of content you put out. So that might be slightly over some people's head, but ultimately just start creating stuff, start throwing spaghetti at the wall a little bit, start just posting about things you're excited about or passionate about, if it's cooking or, um, you know, if it's, if it's hair or if it's exercise or homeschooling, just get out there and start posting and building trust and you'll clarify and narrow things down a little bit more as you go as well. So that was number one. That's the big, big, big one I see. But these all are really good. In fact, the last one is is really important for like that long-term stability in your business. Number two is relying solely on marketing. I have so many women who come into my business partnership and they'll be like, Jasmine, I've been posting every single day for a week. You know, I've posted seven days in a row and no one is no one reached out to me about the business or about the products. And I ask, you know, are you making connections? Are you talking to people? A lot of times new business owners avoid this because they are afraid of rejection. Here's the deal, friends. I don't care what business it is. This is not exclusive to network marketing. Any smart entrepreneur is going to tell you the importance of connections. When I started my online run coaching business, my own company, I reached out to about 70 people and was like, hey, you know, I would, you know, I'm I'm launching a brand new run coaching program. I'm hoping to help women train smarter, not harder. Um, I'm going to help women train for 5Ks and half marathons. Are you currently training for something? You know, if so, I'd love to put you in a better program and give you a discounted rate. Guess what? Talked to 70 people, 10 said yes, made my first $1,000 online. Did marketing help? Maybe. Was I doing marketing alongside of um, my one-to-one conversations? Of course. You need the you need both to be successful. We call this attraction marketing and classy prospecting. You need to be both marketing and having connections to grow your business, Okay. Marketing is the slow way to grow your business. It's important, but it's going to take time. You are going to grow your business the fastest if you are working behind the scenes, making one-on-one connections or doing coffee dates or you know, leveraging your network locally. That's all gonna make things move quicker because again, the trust is just able to build faster. But the marketing alongside is a great way to like shorten the timeline. They say it takes an average of like five to seven follow-ups or touch points with someone before they go from not sure to like interested and honestly sometimes people take way way more but I'm telling you you're going to speed up that process if you just go to someone and explain to them why they would love your stuff um we actually have this approach in our in our team it's called you story question it's it's not it's leading with what's in it for someone else you know hey I was thinking of you tell a little bit of a story you know like I know before you've mentioned you struggle with postpartum hair loss. I help a lot of women with that. Or, you know, I know that you were looking for a, um, you wanted to train for a race, you know, if you're a run coach or, um, I know that you had mentioned, you know, how cooking was becoming, you know, just frustrating and overwhelming and you need like a simple meal plan. I have created something to help you with this. You know, if I showed you some information on it, would you be open and checking it out? That's what our you story question approach is. And for those of you who are in my team, check our boards app as well as our team Facebook page. And you can see like more specifically what that looks like practically. Like we have some more like language written out so it will click and make sense more. Um, But lead with both. You need to market, but you also need to talk to people because people are going to be the ones who become 
your customers. Number three, ooh, this one's going to get good. The third mistake I see um, new entrepreneurs make is focusing on their circle support. And let me just tell you, this one was really hard for me. Some people are lucky enough to have instant support from their closest family and friends, but most people are not. I remember some of my closest family and friends were not supportive or were not my first customers. The people who became my customers first were people who had found me on Instagram. Sometimes I think when someone has past experience with you, they have made a story of who you are and it's and sometimes it's hard for those people to see that you're growing or changing or evolving, especially if they are not growing and changing and evolving themselves. In some instances, those closest to you love you and they want to protect you. They have their own fears and insecurities and doubts that they're dealing with. And let's be honest, entrepreneurship is an up and down roller coaster. There's going to be times where it feels unstable, especially in the beginning as you're learning how to really do this. And oftentimes those closest to you, they love you and they want to protect you. So they would rather you have the comfortable, cushy nine to five, you know, at the end of the day, it really doesn't matter what the intention is. What matters is as long as you know what you're doing and the mission that you have, you got to let that go. It's going to be hard. You know, maybe your closest family and friend won't become your customer. Hey, guess what? I still have family who still are not customers of mine. And I've been an entrepreneur now for almost eight years, but it's okay. Actually, I'm sorry, almost seven and a half, seven and a half years. Um, some people might even openly make fun of you or send you messages and telling you about how your product, you know, is has a lawsuit or something absolutely ludicrously stupid that is not true. Or they'll tell you about how their friend's cat, you know, had an allergic reaction or, you know, they'll read some made up Google review. This is what this is one that really gets me. They'll find a random blogger on the internet who they've never known and been like look this blogger says it's bad and it's like hello do you not trust my judgment you actually know me and I've used the products and they're amazing right I mean I could go down that in and of itself could be a whole episode but just remember like people who aren't growing and I, I mean this kindly like it's hard for them to see you grow and you have to just let go of it. Someone's projection on you or lack of support or negativity says way more about them than it does you. And you just have to hold it loosely and, you know, put a smile on. And ultimately, you know, the, the flip side of this is you have to connect with new people. The beautiful thing, especially if you're in direct sales, one of my favorite, favorite benefits of direct sales is that you're open to an entire circle of open-minded people. I've met some of the best friends through direct sales, some of the trips that I've been able to go on to the Bahamas and Cancun. I literally have the best conversations with these women. And a lot of times they're not even talking about business. We're talking about home birth and pro-metabolic eating and the latest book that we've read. And they're all warm and welcoming and non-judgmental and open-minded. And it's just an amazing community. Focus on building those relationships with those in your, if you know, if you're in a direct sales partnership, connecting with those people. If you're not, if you're doing your own thing, I would strongly encourage you to find a Facebook group of other entrepreneurs in a similar industry or join a mastermind and get around those people. And then ultimately connect with new, new people, make new friends. If it's in your town, you know, like for example, if you're into, if your business is wellness, go to your gym, go to your um, nutrition shop and just, you know, find places to connect with people. If you work with a lot of moms, go to parks, go to the library and, and meet new people. Um, you know, Pina is a really popular app around moms. 
and connect with new people within the partnership that you're a part of as well as new just other people and those are going to be you know places where you find better friendships and relationships and again the when you meet new people the great thing is is they don't carry that baggage of who you were when you were in middle school right (laughs) they can't they're not gonna they don't know they're meeting you for the first time and this is all they know which is fun you get to have a fresh start when you meet new people as well um the fourth mistake that i see entrepreneurs make is getting discouraged by the nose here's the deal you're going to hear way more no than you hear yes as an entrepreneur. It's just the numbers. It's how it is. There is nothing wrong with you if you hear no. I hear no all the time. I hear no all the time. I had an incredible business partner join. I Oh my gosh, I had two in the past week join um, my partnership who had told me no over and over and over and over and over again. But guess what? They're here now. <laughs> Everyone's on their own journey and it is your job to let the nose fuel you to grow. You know, instead of focusing on the nose, I want you to be focused on your personal development. One of the best books, one of the actually the first book that I read as a new entrepreneur was The Entrepreneur Roller Coaster. And I, I need to go back and read it again because I remember it just like shifted something in my mind. It it was just so real of being like, look, entrepreneurship is going to be challenging. You're gonna ride high highs and your highs are gonna be it's it's like it's a lot like parenting, right? The highs are high and the lows are low. There, there. That's just it is what it is. It's gonna be that, and the highs are those times you'd have immense gratitude for the work that you've done, and the lows are those chances for you to get better. When you have no's, th- that's literally how you grow your business. You know, if someone says no, you know your product or whatever is too expensive. Guess what? Create content around the value of your product, how it lasts longer, how it actually saves you time and money long term, you know, like find ways to use the nose to fuel your growth, right? We we don't learn when we're on the mountaintop, we learn when we're in the valley. So know that nose are a gift. And this mantra has helped me so much. Every no is getting me closer to my next yes. Tell me this, okay. What if you knew that you were a hundred no's away from the best business partner or customer that you ever have. Someone who either spends thousands and thousands of dollars with you or, you know, if it's in a network marketing partnership, they are one of your top leaders and they bring in thousands and thousands and thousands of their customers and business partners. But you had to get through the hundred no's to get to the yes. Okay, if any of you who saw my Instagram yesterday, you saw um, me talk about this quote from the Jasmine Star podcast, success is a foregone conclusion. Your success is inevitable. You being here and existing and listening to this podcast, you're already successful, all right? I'm telling you, if you can trust the numbers and you just go for no, again, another really amazing book to read, you're gonna hear yes. <laughs> it's it's literally, it's it's inevitable. You will hear it, but you have to be willing to go through no maybe a hundred times before you get that rock star. Are you willing to do what it takes to change, to create that life-changing legacy for your family, okay? So do not get discouraged by the no's. Listen to personal development, especially important to go for those mentors that have gone before you. Again, I've, I've, I listed, listed off the entrepreneur roller coaster. Go for no. For um, Actually, go for no. Um, there's obviously a network marketing edition, but there's like a lot of different editions of go for no. So depending on your business, there is definitely a version. So just like audible go for no and see what pops up. Um, if you are in direct sales, another amazing book is Get Over Your Damn Self. It's one of the first ones I recommend that my girls read because she's just no nonsense. <coughs> she's built 
a multi-million dollar business in direct sales and she's going to tell you exactly how to like do things and it's it's an absolutely incredible book. The fifth and final way that I see new entrepreneurs make a mistake when they launch their business is they try to mimic their mentor. They see what their mentor is doing and they just emulate that. Now there's an element in, and this is the beauty of direct sales, is it's meant to be duplicatable. It's meant to be simple in nature. And there is going to be an overlap where, yes, plugging people into your community and your marketing strategy, it's very smart. However, no one else on the planet has your voice, has your background, has your story. You can't show up like your mentor. Someone's already taken that job, right? You need to show up as you. This is the beautiful thing about building a personal brand and growing an online business is you're truly going to have the most success when you are yourself. If you're funny and goofy and witty, that's what make that kind of content because you're going to attract people who love that and want to connect that. Let's say your mentor is a little bit more like zen and peaceful and calm and chill. You don't emulate that energy if that's not you. And again, it's not wrong for them. It's right for them. But you have energy that's different and right for you. And it's so important for you to just show up as yourself. Now, I do understand, like, you know, we all went to, not we all, but you probably went to either college or trade school or had some form of training when you learned how to do a job. And there was an element for that when you started, it was hard or it didn't make sense or it was like awkward or dogmatic or something like that. Um, like robotic is maybe the word I'm looking for. But then the more you do it, right, the better you get. I talked about this about like learning to walk and riding a bike. It's going to be awkward for a little while and then you get better. I do understand marketing and learning how to communicate effectively is a skill that takes time. So I'm not, I, I definitely don't want you to hear this as a discouragement, you know, like you stink, you know, finding your voice is going to take time. But ultimately, one of the best ways you can do that is only really follow like a handful, less than five people because again, you're going to start being like, what are they doing? What are they doing? What are they doing? And you get in this like consumption comparison mode and I actually find that I am doing the best in my business growing when I don't know what anyone else is really doing around me. You know, I'm just doing my thing. I'm in my zone. I'm I'm reading and I'm taking the things I'm learning and I'm sharing it with my audience and I'm hoping to impact them and I'm thinking about how can I make their lives better? How can I make people laugh? How can I activate people? And when I'm in that space, that's where I'm really like, being authentic myself and I'm using my voice and it comes natural versus watching my upline or my mentor or whatever because then I start to speak like them or 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 be like them and ultimately I want to be like myself again now I do again want to premise like being like your mentor is good you probably join your mentor because you do want to be like them in real life there are things about them that are great and you should absolutely learn from them but still use your voice and be yourself okay so as a recap Um, instead of leading with the product, focus on building a personal brand and use that jab, jab, hook strategy. Do not rely solely on marketing. Ask people to become customers using that you story open-ended question approach. Instead of focusing on your circle support, connect with a new circle of like-minded and open-minded people. Instead of getting discouraged by the no's, Listen to personal development and understand that entrepreneurship is a roller coaster and the no's are a sign you're on the right track. And five, instead of mimicking your mentor, be yourself. God made you uniquely. He did not make anyone else like you. He knit you uniquely in your mother's womb 
And it's, it's your duty to show up and be that version of yourself because guess what? You can reach people that I can't reach. You can reach people that your mentor can't reach or your, your friend or your biz bestie. They, they've got to do their thing. They've got to meet the needs of their people. You have to show up uniquely for your people because, again, I talk about this all the time. We need to make that ripple effect impact. When you show up authentically, you doing your thing, you equip other people to do that the same who equip other people to do the same, and we together make the world a better place. So your activate step is to pick one of these areas and implement it in your business this week. Okay, we're all about simple and sustainable habits and I want this to stick for you. Pick one, get it down, and then come back and listen to this podcast again and pick another one. Whoop, sorry. <laughs> Got a phone call there if you heard that. I'm not, I'm not redoing this episode. We're like literally going to keep it. This is so real life. I love it. Um, so pick one, get in the habit, come back to this episode again and listen until you're really doing all of these things well. I also want you to forward this to a friend if it's someone that you have personally brought on to your business partnership or you have like a biz bestie, it's a great way for you to hold each other accountable. Or if you know a new entrepreneur who was launching their business, I would love it if you would send this to them. You're going to save them so much time and help them make money faster by sending them these tips. So I love you so much, friend. Thank you for taking the time to listen today. Have a blessed day.